So you guys like coffee? Well, good, because we partnered up with the best. Blackout Coffee Company is America's best small batch coffee. The true patriotic roasters of freedom nectar that lets you stay on your grind all day, every day. Blackout Coffee Company offers signature blends, single-serving coffee pods, and several types of loose teas. You can order those as needed, or you can join a monthly subscription. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, look for the Blackout Coffee Company link, and make sure you use promo code ROBW10, that's R-O-B-W-10, for some immediate savings. Welcome back to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I'm Rob. Got Andrew is back with us today. We missed Andrew. Man, I'm glad to be back. And 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 what a great episode y'all did last. Uh, Thank you. Last episode, I, you didn't even have to be a baseball fan. Uh, that was a true American story. Uh, just it was awesome. Yeah. I, I was sitting there listening to it, and just what a great job y'all did. And you really brought out. Uh, I don't know, he's American dream, really. You yeah. Know? yeah, that we and then of course I got Tyler in front of me over here. How's it going, everybody? Um, the the one thing on that that podcast, uh, you know, getting to sit down and talk to Charlie, um, and be, me being a dad with a with a son that played baseball, uh, it, it just man, for him to be able to bring to watch Charlie come up, you know, as a child all the way to the big leagues is just amazing. It, if you ha- amazing. if you haven't heard it. It's, you don't have to be a baseball fan. It's it's a great story, and it was a great, great, great podcast. Podcast. Uh, wished I could have been there. Yeah, we're gonna do it again though. We yeah. Charlie Charlie wants to do it again, so we're gonna do it again. Okay. All right, I got a couple of things I want to go. I want to give some shout outs. Man, I hate saying shout outs, but uh, if you can come up with a cooler word uh, for me to use and not use shout outs. Uh, go to www.cigarstoreidiot.com. And, Holler. And, yeah, let us know, man. Give us some feedback because I truly hate saying shout-outs. But anyways, <laughs> here they go. Um, a couple of podcasts, a couple of people that I lean on uh, and ask questions and, and trying to get this this podcast rolling. Uh, and when I say lean on, I mean bug the piss out of them and ask them questions. They probably <laughs> want to never answer the phone again. Uh, Young Blood Life. Uh, my good buddy Devin and his wife Shannon, uh, they they do a podcast. Uh, just everyday living with their family, uh, some great stuff. Um, and uh, if you get time, check those guys out. And uh, Mysterious Brews with the coach and Arlo, uh, some of the some of the best murder mystery, uh, unsolved mystery stories that you can listen to. Uh, it's a really good time. And those guys crack open some cold suds uh, and 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 give you a little rundown and and what those what the better drink what the better beers are out there so go check out young blood life and uh mystery uh, mysterious brews um i also want to give a shout out to the canoe house in rome georgia uh they they carry some uh some pretty incredible gear over there if you're into fly fishing or if you just want to wear some cool clothes uh they carry howler brothers which is uh absolutely one of my favorites uh we we love howler brothers they make uh, the best hats by the way they have the greatest hats by far hands down so and some pretty cool swim trunks so uh check out Howler brothers also uh rome axe throwing uh a good good spot to go to take your uh, significant other if you guys are on speaking terms 
uh, throw some axes. Uh, if you're not, not get, at each other, if you're not getting along, <laughs> I don't advise you taking your significant <laughs> other to throw axes because that shit can go bad on you real quick. Yeah, so. we discussed that earlier though. Uh, you know, I said I wouldn't go because I've seen the bounce off the walls but tell us the difference yeah the guy told us and we actually asked him about that too uh and he said that some places will use metal handles on their axes and those metal handles actually will cause those axes to bounce back and i'm when i say bounce back uh they come back for your head we've so. all seen those videos <laughs> so uh, i don't want to be a part of that uh, and then and you don't have to worry about that there so they'll go check those guys out at rome axe throwing a good group of folks over there and look forward to going over there and, and, and having some more good times. Um, we also have a, a spot on our, if you take a look on our podcast, there's a sponsorship area. Um, we do take donations. Uh, we, we like the kind that jingles, but we really have the kind that folds. <laughs> uh, if you ever seen Coming to America. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Mr. Randa Watson. But, uh, but we have, uh, we take those donations. And as you know, we're kind of road warriors with this podcast. And we, you know, the setup we got, we're able to be mobile. We can go places. And what we want to do is go, go to places, uh, find some really cool people with some really great stories, uh, which is, uh, such as today, which leads us to, uh, our special guest, Brian Blaylock. We're actually here on top of a mountain, uh, Brian's home. Beautiful the, overlook. Beautiful out overlook here. of a beautiful mountain scenery. Uh, it's it's amazing out here. So uh, we, and it's early. So that was part of my stumble with words this morning. Oh no, you're good. Man. <laughs> uh, I I want to thank you for allowing us to come to your home and thank you uh, for having me. And uh, I'm I'm basically uh, basically turning this thing. We're going to ask a couple of questions and uh, we're all along for the ride. So right. excited about we, this. We're going to take a little trip of Brian. So Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. It's nice being here with you guys. Thanks, Thanks for the hospitality, hospitality, man. Appreciate it's been great. That. Anytime. It's beautiful. Up Anytime. Here. Beautiful. Good. So, so what we kind of wanted to get into with you, uh, you and I had discussed uh, maybe about a year ago, you had been going through some things uh, and, uh, and I want to talk to you, if you could elaborate a little bit. When you actually had went, uh, you, you went on a, a mountain climbing expedition, and you came back, uh, and I think, what, what is, was it you had to be quarantined when you got back? You so, were out of the States. So, so I actually, I went to the Yucatan Peninsula, and we, we were doing uh, a lot of exploration of the Mayan ruins down there. We went to Chichen Itza, and I don't believe I caught the Zika virus there, but then we went to another Mayan ruin that's surrounded by these marshy areas yeah. that are mosquito-infested. And I was trying to be all holistic and stuff and not use DEET. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sorry, I don't recommend that, man. <laughs> use DEET. Use DEET. Right. Use DEET. Yep. Yep. Um, I had a little red and black striped mosquito land on my right forearm. Just one mosquito bite. Well, 14 days later, every symptom of Zika virus came over me. I mean, the no way. Ra my rash had a rash. My eyes were just blood red. Fever, no matter what I did around 101, you could not get rid of it. You could, there's, you couldn't take enough medicine to get rid of the fever. It just stayed. Unreal. And bones were just aching, horrible. I was back and forth from the Centers for Disease Control, and they were telling me to quarantine because if a mosquito bit me here, then that one mosquito in a, in a quarter mile radius will infect those other mosquitoes Unbelievable. so i could have started a you know a major a problem you could have started a COVID. i could have i could have been, but i was that guy that was quarantined in northwest georgia um i quarantined let's see for about a month okay and it it was rough i would go back and forth and they would draw blood they were basically just trying to get a plasma so that they could develop a vaccine off of me or and some other patients too but before they could do that i ended up curing the zika virus out of my body with this interesting 
molecule. Okay, man. <laughs> gotcha. We we uh, we cannot wait. Uh, to, It'll be so dope. <laughs> we, cannot, we cannot wait to hear this story. So so if you could kind of go over the process of 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 where you got this idea. Okay. And then how you got to the point where you pursued it. You get you were there. You experienced it, and the things that happened. Okay. Uh, to to you in your personal life after after okay. after this exactly this experience. Okay. So little did I know that that mosquito would actually be the catalyst that would bring forth a great awakening, I, like within my own life. Like I was under a just social conditioning slumber of, you know, I was living and everybody does this. I was living my life based off of what everybody around me told me was, you know, and that's a strange thing. Um, and, and I think all of us are guilty of that. Oh, we, yeah. oh, we every are. Day. We're, 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 we're told, we're told what we're yes. told, we're told what to do every single yeah. day. And, and you know, you, we can't help it. It's, we're just, re- we're a product of the society that raised us, you know? So I think the idea of this through a shamanic standpoint, it breaks down those models and it shows you exactly what is. And then it, it just gets really deep. But on my end, it's also used for medical, you know, for healing. I had never, ever touched any type of uh, substance like this, ever. And I probably would have never done it had it not been for Zika virus. But I was very desperate. My, You, you know how active I've always been. Sure. It, and to give you a little a, a backstory on Brian, Brian and I have known each other for years. Uh, we've been in the in the gym industry, personal trainers. Uh, Brian's way more active than me. Brian uh, climbs mountains, and uh, he, he's into – he's always been super fit and uh, super positive, and, uh, and, and so – so when you start experiencing things that change change the way that that I would know you, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it, it would be a, it would be a shock to me to right. watch you to change you know and, right. and not be who who I've always known you to be exactly. Yeah. And you know it it was interesting. Thank goodness though for hippie friends, and I mean that <laughs> no joke. I mean that because my buddy said he he saw me. I would be so sick some days more more than the. Uh, uh, you know, other days, but I would be so sick. And then I would have to drive through Atlanta traffic, you know, with a fever, body aches. And, it, and this also, this Zika virus had a very odd edge to it. I've had colds, flu, you know, you name it. This had a little strange edge about it that I really can't even describe. Honestly, it was just felt like a very chaotic virus. And it was just difficult navigating. It was ravaging your body. It was, it was, it was just, I felt so weird. Um, Every time I would go into meditation, too, while I had this virus, it was very strange. I would literally just see scenes of human mortality, and I could see the impermanence of everything. It was strange. So you do meditate? I do. Can you you go into that a little bit? Yes. Prior to experiencing the molecule, I would meditate, and it it was decent. You know, I could kind of sit there for about 30 minutes, and my mind would clear maybe for five minutes of the 30 minutes right and it it's just kind of like a i don't know how to describe it it just really quietens your mind and just puts you back to center you know no matter what you've got going on in the day it's just gone you know if you can get into that spot but um the problem is a lot of people because you need to be trained with meditation i feel like from a child on it's like a muscle you know it's hard to be 30 years old and then just all of a sudden sit down and expect to go into this strange state naturally right. you know our, our lives are way too complex and busy now they are right. yeah and so our minds what, are running everywhere what is happening mentally while you're in a meditative state absolutely um going into it you're like 
the start of, or for me anyway, the start of it, my mind's racing, thoughts are coming in, thoughts are going, but here's what, here's how you meditate. Okay. So it's okay. You hear people say you want to quieten your thoughts. Well, it, it'll eventually happen, but what you want to do is just observe your thoughts. And basically it's like, if you're just say, for example, say you don't like football, right? Say you're at a football game. You don't know anybody on either side of the team. So you're basically just an observer, right? You have no bias. You have no, you're just observing. Right. And that's kind of what it is. Meditation. It's just brings you into just like an observation standpoint and you observe the, you observe the thoughts like, Oh, I know I got my Georgia power bill. Do you, well, that's fine that that thought is there, but don't travel into it. Focus on the breath. Right. You basically described a family reunion. How I handled this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Not far off. I love it. So, go, love so going back into, uh, so, so we're, we're, we're at a point where you're traveling, the, the virus is ravaging mm-hmm. your body. You're looking for some answers. You're, you're, yes. you're running out of options. Yes. I, I'm tired of people, you know, poking and prodding and, you know, drawing blood and doing all this stuff, driving, and then just looking at me saying, you have Zika virus, you have a fever. You have body aches. You have a rash. You have red eyes. Thanks. What's next? I'm like, uh, you think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so my friend's like, man, quit, quit messing with this. He said, I, I know the way. And I'm like, really? And he said, have you ever heard of DMT? And I'm like, no, I've never heard of DMT. So he, he started describing DMT and it's called dimethyltryptamine. And it's basically, it's a molecule. It's also known as the spirit molecule. And I thought, okay, why is it known as the spirit molecule? And he was explaining it. And so I immediately had my phone out, just scrolling, you know, doing research. And it's just an infinite rabbit hole of research that you can do on this and probably never reach the bottom, to be honest. But it was amazing. When I I started reading this one article about a guy, and it kind of scared me because they also call it the vine of death. So I'm like, okay, what is that changes things. Changes things. And I love Joe Rogan just because of UFC and stuff like that. So, you know, I had listened to him and my buddy told me, he said, go listen to Joe Rogan and, and listen to this podcast about DMT and it'll, it'll explain it exactly how you need to hear it. So he, I went and listened to it and, and it explained it. And so basically dimethyltryptamine is a compound that's found. We all have it in our body. It's endogenous. Right. Yeah. It's in, it's probably in that plant right there. You know, there's a lot of plants that have it, but you can't extract it. So that's, it's kind of interesting. Um, there's a drink called ayahuasca. My wife has done that. That might be a cool podcast too for you guys. Um, but that's mixed out of two vines from the Amazon rainforest. Right. And what they do with that one is they put an MAOI inhibitor in there. So it blocks your body's ability to, Dilute to, it. to break down the DMT. Exactly. Right. That's so why you, you can't just eat grass. Right. And, so yeah. you just linger and linger in that in that state. But it's not quite as deep as if you pass the blood-brain barrier with the powder form of what they call the acacia bush. And this is what I um, encountered. Okay. He put me in touch with a medicine man that could do this. And, and so I started researching the acacia bush. And I thought, this is interesting because guess where you find the acacia bush? on Mount Hillrod and Mount Sinai where Moses experienced the so-called AKA burning bush. Right. So this opened up a whole new can of worms. You know, I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I go, I meet with the shaman, literally borderline panic attack. 
scared to death because you can you can have some horrific and probably will if you encounter it enough some horrific things that you see and experience you know um of just what death is i think we've got a wrong just aspect of i don't think we really know and this touches on it every time you can't take this and not and not kind of touch on that a little right. bit you know it's, it's um it's believed that when you die your body is a giant dump of dmt and people talk about when you die you have like a flash of memories right like, i believe it like reliving your life i believe it i right. do believe it so it was interesting okay so with the zika virus a 101.2 fever i had and i'm like okay so i'm going to do this strange molecule while i'm sick this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> what what could go wrong this at this makes point? Sense. Okay, so the pipe is loaded. It's this little white powder, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what is going on? <laughs> but the powder, and I've got a picture here I can show you, and I'll let you guys get pictures of it. But it's just the break, broken down version of the acacia bush. That that's how you extract it, and this is what's left over the residue, and it's called the dimethyltryptamine. And so you load it in into a smokable i guess pipe or any they do it vape wise now too i think but i did it the pipe way and what i thought was so cool about the medicine man that i had he mixed with it mugwort and have you guys ever heard of mugwort no 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 you should go get some literally right after this it's so cool if is, you like is that in dreaming. the is that in the harry potter section i would not doubt mugwort, it. <laughs> Hogwarts. i'm just i'm trying to get it all dialed in i wouldn't doubt it what is it um but it's just an herb that okay. basically when you take it, you take it before you go to sleep, and it, man, you will have the most vivid dream recall. It's, it'll, it'll be tattooed on your brain. Really? If you dream. You won't have to sit there and try to remember what happened. No, you will know. Like it's an experience, yeah. right? So he put that in there with that because he knew that, you know, I, I had to go in within deep within myself, um, die to self, so that I could see the true nature of myself and then find healing. So he wanted me to, he knew there would be things that I, ha, I would have to come back and remember, and they call that integration. And this is no joke. If you ever encounter any type of plant medicine substance like this, the psychoactive, um, any of them, it doesn't matter. The ceremony is important in what you see and what you learn and experience. That's very important. But how you integrate back into your body afterwards because you're going back into the old shoes that you used to feel, you know, and you're and you're different when you see when you do this, you're going to be different, you know. If you ever encounter it, you can't do it and not completely be folded inside out. Life changing. Yes, absolutely. But can you can you go into some of the some of the yeah things so right? But that, before that, so you did you drink ayahuasca or you no, smoked DMT? I, I did the smoke version. I got you. They okay. thought for some odd reason, I guess that would be the better version. That right. I would need for it. Um, and what I've heard it is, it's um, it's short, like fifteen to twenty minutes. It is. It's, it's very potent. Yes. But as to ayahuasca, you um, it digests through your. That's right. So you're looking at three right. days yeah. of, of that. Well, correct. Well, sometimes depends. I mean, yeah, you can do three days ceremonies. Hours or it, you know. it usually lasts about eight hours. Okay. Of the ayahuasca. but it's not as intense. Right, and but it is. Ve- don't get me wrong; it's very intense. From what I saw, I've yeah. never done ayahuasca, but from what I saw, oh my goodness, yeah, very intense. Um, especially for a lot of the U.S. veterans that I watched um, down at the church, 
that were taking it to, you know, cure PTSD yeah. and things like that. And, and man, please go yeah. into some of the people that you had around you that were, that were t- going through the ceremony with you, uh, the, the types of demons they were battling. Man, okay, so when I when I did it for my personal, like it, I I will have cold chills the, the whole conversation. It will. I cannot talk about it and it not. Um, but when I was doing mine, it was it was just personally me, and I thought that was so cool um, that I didn't I didn't have to really because you you can like if if we were in a group setting doing a ceremony, I could blend into your consciousness because really, I think it's the same consciousness, you know just experiencing itself as you mine, but it's just one consciousness. You feeling that we are all one. Yeah. You it, feel, you'll yeah. get that. I feel like we're little transceiver, like little towers, radio towers, and it's filtering in this same consciousness, but it's experiencing itself through all these different modalities, you know, um, of who we are. But, but yeah, with my personal experience on this, so it takes about two to three hits, depending on how, potent it is right. well this little medicine man had it down pat buddy <laughs> i'm not even gonna he lie was, to you he was the walter white <laughs> of dmts and you know and it could have been that i've never really had an abstract i've never really been out of my consciousness you know like this i've never experienced anything like that at all so it was just very foreign um but the first time he said it's gonna he said it's gonna be like breathing in a house fire i'm like well that's wow. great that's great so i'm ready for that so I inhale the first one and he's, he's saying, hold, 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 hold. And he just keeps saying that. And then when he does that, I, it literally, I'm not even kidding you. I, for just a second, I thought there was a hornet or a wasp in the room and it landed on my head and stung me right on the top of the head. It, it literally was the worst burning feeling ever. Really? It was. Yeah. The physical pain. It, it was a literal felt like a wasp stinging the top of my head and he i'll describe that after what he said he said it was the uh, the pineal gland decalcifying very rapidly Mm. um and you know i don't don't know if you've ever studied fluoride in the water it calcifies the pineal gland yep which is interestingly yep huh that's interesting but um people say that's our third eye exactly the seat of the soul or the third eye what yes things like that um, but it really, really, really stung very bad. I was up doing this. He said, no, 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 you're okay. I'm like, oh, I don't feel you're so like, okay. I am not yeah. okay. But, Are you sure I'm okay? Right. <laughs> and then I started getting this very odd feeling, um, just over my whole body. This, I mean, just that's how, that's the word for it. Odd, just straight up odd. And he said, okay, I need you to do another hit. And I'm like, oh man. Nope. Not okay, for real. <laughs> so I did it. I took the other hit, okay, and here he's back at, at it again saying, hold, hold. Are you still on earth at this point? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hold, and then he starts sounding a little different. Everything starts, uh, fractals begin forming in the room, and I mean like uh, mandolic fractals that are so geometric in shape. It looks like a snowflake. It is perfect geometry, everything. It's moving it's spiraling, it's radiating, it's it's literally overcoming, you know. And if I don't know if you've ever experienced like passing out before. Yes. But it it kind of feels like you know that right at that last moment, it feels like the air is leaving the room. You know, and you and you're like, wait, am I breathing right now? So that was what was going through my head. And and I was like, I don't feel right. I'm very scared. And I don't know that if I said that out loud. Or if I said it 
you know, in my head. But either way, I was like, I'm, I was very scared. But at that point, you thought for sure you were dead. You died no, right there. Not quite. Okay. Then I hear this guy say, "One more." I'm like, man, okay. Oh I'm not kidding y'all. Out of all the out of all the challenges I've ever done, black belts, martial arts, all the mountains I've climbed, all the weightlifting, everything, you name it. This it was the hardest thing I've ever done to raise that pipe back up and do one more. Really? I, oh yeah. It was it was wild. And as soon as I did it, it I started hearing this like I don't want to be real high pitch in this, but it's no, like this ear piercing ringing noise. I just yeah. like that. And it's just getting so incredibly loud that I start becoming the noise. I start, I'm like, wait, I am this noise. It was strange. It, and it, you were that frequency. Yes. Did, I was like, that, you, were you resonating with that frequency? Oh, like absolutely. you could feel it? I was literally. That's it. really weird. And maybe it was me that I was hearing. Maybe, right. maybe it was my physical brine that I was hearing. I'm not sure. Were you still scared at this point? Or were you at peace with it? No, I was horrified. I got you. The, How could you yeah, not yeah, be yeah, horrified was, at this yeah. point? Well, uh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I understand, though, what you were saying. And, and it, the fear that I'm about to tell you about is the worst fear I've ever had in my life. Ever. By, I mean, by a long shot. Um, it lasted about probably 30 seconds. That's it. But I started hearing this fluttering noise that as though you were to get a book. It sounded just like. Right. Like that, just pages. Like, and it was what it was. As that noise was happening, I could see the sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. And it just kept going. And then I all of a sudden started feeling like a static electricity all over my whole body like if you were to lay on your arm and it go just really bad asleep right well at that pins and needle feeling you know Mm -hmm. you get when my whole body started doing that and then i for some reason i was still referring to i as me brian and i was still here on earth i was still in my body but i was becoming I, i was dissolving literally i was dissolving and the more it dissolved, the more it came on, I stood up and I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm dying. I think this has been mixed wrong and I'm, I've literally taken something. I'm literally going to die. And when I said that, I, I turned around and I looked at myself and I was still sitting down, but I was looking at myself. Not, not in a mirror, not a reflection. No, I was You're totally you out of your body. You were over yeah. your body looking at yourself. But I was still referring, point. exactly. And I was still referring to me as me, right? Like Brian. I, I hear people say that, but how real is it? Like oh my physically, goodness. it's more real. Than you this. are another being looking Jeez. at yourself. It is. It really was. It, it, it really happened. It really absolutely. Happens. It's a tattooed experience on my head. No joke. It's literally on my brain. I can never forget it. Could you physically touch yourself? Like you know, I don't think. Could so. you reach out? I don't. I don't believe I could. You were just kind of locked. Just, yeah, I, just a vision. I stood up. and I, I saw myself, and and that fluttering sound behind me was just like. And there, all those days, as those days were going by, yeah. I could see my body aging sitting there. Almost like days in a calendar. Yeah, and I just, started looking rough, man. Yeah. I'm going to look like a like a real skinny Gandalf when I die. <laughs> if that's my death. <laughs> yeah, I'm just amazed in this story. It, and it's wild. Like, literally, I could see my hair grow out, turn white. I could man. feel all of my what little muscle mass I have, I could feel it just withering away. I was an old man, you know, I think I was 93, 97, something like that. 
And, you know, I don't know if that was my actual death and what I thought. Maybe. Who knows? But I started literally feeling a heavy pressure in my chest. And I was like, man, yeah, this is like a heart attack, you know. And I could see myself as the old man, so I got to feel that. Jesus. So I stood up and then, or my, or the, I guess I stood up. You know, it was one of those weird things. I was out of the body, too. Well, then I noticed these little golden streamers of light. And they were like, that's the noise they were making. Little bitty, like uh, fine fishing line, uh, line. Right. very small. Like and they, trails? Yeah, and, little trails. And they were yeah. coming out of the sky, literally. Mm. And they were they were literally going into my fingertips. And the more that they would go into my fingertips, my fingers would become that golden light. It's almost like when uh, water gets caught on the spider's web. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it would just, the more it went, the more that golden light took of me, the less of me I was identifying with. It was like, you're, you went to Pepperell. No, you didn't. You were just almost becoming material at that right, point. Right. You yeah. drive a Jeep. No, you don't. You have Zika virus. No, you don't. You think a tree is a tree. It's not. You... You went to shorter college and graduated. No, no, that's not you. You have two black belts. No, that's not you. And it started taking these things from me. And I'm like, man, no, this start. This is getting very uncomfortable because all these things are the things I use to identify myself with. That's how I know who I am, you know, as Brian. So this is where the falling away goes, okay? And I feel like this is the important thing that really I wished every human could experience because I feel like... You die before you die so that you can realize it's really not real, you know, death. I know this is sound, this sounds crazy. I'm following. And it gets very deep, but, and I hope I can explain it good enough, but the more, I would say the more it got up towards my heart center, not my head really, but my heart center, I started like, okay, it's like, you're Brian Blaylock. No, you're not. So it got down to the point, no joke. I literally had to so let go. I had to let go of my name. That I, I had to let go of everything I thought I was. Or uh, and in order to do so, you have to. You have to let go of even the idea of letting go. It is the wildest thing. And it it basically, if you do that big third hit, that's why these shaman make you do that because you can't resist it. You're going. It doesn't matter. Right. The only way out is through at that point. You know, but it, a lot of people are so scared on that number two, they stop and you're you're caught one leg here, one leg on the other side. Yeah, it's strange stuck in, stuck place in the doorway. to be. Yes. Yep. So you know, when you go in there and you experience that, so basically my body turned into a solid white shaft of light. Okay. And it was infinitely high as it was below. As above, so below. Almost like an axis. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know why I keep thinking about this, but are you inside or outside? I'm outside on this one. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Under a cover. I got you. Okay. 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 So, the actual setting of this going on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, and that was an interesting thing because there was a thing, a roof over my head, but you could, there was no roof if I looked up. You know, I could see... The entire universe. No joke. I mean, really? literally, the entire universe. Because people talk about yeah. being, they become one with the earth. You know, they're one yes. with everything. Oh, but absolutely. That would make total sense if you were yeah. literally an axis absolutely. of the earth. Absolutely. 
And it showed me, and, and this, I, I literally learned what life is on earth here for every human. No joke. So basically, this is what I saw. And then, then it addresses, then I meet two deities and I'm healed of Zika. That, that gets interesting too. But at first, I was this shaft of light, okay? Picture like, um, have you ever seen this, the gemstone selenite? It's white, but kind of clear, and you can shine a light through it? I, but I, I, I have personally, not. Personally, okay. yeah. I see but, it, though. It, it we'll have sense. to look it up. We'll get a picture of it. But basically, it reminded me of that. It was white light, and, and I was still me, kind of. I was a little bit Brian, but I was really, really forgetting him, you know, and everything I knew here on earth, I was really forgetting about it, but it turned me in. I was, I bet I was moving at speeds of speeds of light. It had to be the, my consciousness. Well, I would come upon these layers and I was in my mind thinking, okay, what is life on earth? What, I mean, what is it to be a human? What are, what are we doing? And I would, and the light would start crunching down into these almost like particles and it would slow down. The light would slow its vibration down and start becoming particles of matter. Well, when this would happen, I would feel very separate from the whole again. And I didn't like the feeling at all because I felt one when I was in, when I was just the solid white light, it just felt one with everything. I knew everything there was to know about everything that ever has been and will be. It was a very just peaceful, peaceful place. But when I encountered these layers that seemed to slow the vibration down and clump together and things would form, I was like, wait, that's what life is on earth. That's how we grow and expand our consciousness and our soul. Right. Overcoming it's obstacles. Overcoming obstacles. Yeah, everything. That. We have to feel separate to do that. You kind of have to feel separate from the whole. You can't be like a baby and just, you know, a baby doesn't have a dictionary in its brain. That It's just, it oh, just dude. is. It is everything. I, I could imagine that's probably what a newborn feels like, one with everything. Right. You know, that's why they're so fascinated with everything. Um, were, but, were you experiencing everything for the first time over again, almost as if you were reborn? I, here's what I saw. when I went, It felt like a literal sand. It felt like my consciousness was moving through a literal sandpaper sandwich, and it was very difficult. I mean, the the, the more it clumped together— it was so difficult, and I thought, man, you know what? That is what life on earth is right there. And then I also thought, and then after that, I came close. I, was, I came to my death of that life. Now, I'm not saying there's multiple lives. I don't know, but I, I, I felt that. Maybe, maybe it was just one. But then that layer of matter gave me something to kick off of and expand and excel back into that all-knowing white light again. I know this sounds crazy. Okay. So do you, do you think the white light that you're describing is, do you, do you, and, and I'm kind of correlating it with actual people that have, have quote unquote died yeah. and then came back and said, I saw the white light. I'm, I would, I'm pretty sure that's it. I don't know what else it would be. And I think everybody, it's everyone. Right. Everyone has it. it and that kind of goes back to what Tyler was saying earlier when you, when yeah. you, they say you don't, it's a, it's a massive dump of DMTs when you actually are passing away. Right. So, and, and, you know, interestingly enough, I did smell this in the room when my grandmother passed away. Wow. And it was afterwards. Really? I did. What I the, sure did. And I would have never known. It smells like mothballs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? No joke. Mm-hmm. So you smelt that. While I smelled were... dimethyltryptamine. She died. And I said, hmm. um, I literally thought to myself, I was like, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't talk about this in the room, this strange conversation. But I, 
I was like, hmm, that's a familiar smell. Right. And then literally five seconds later, she breathes her last breath. Done. Wow. And she'd been in a coma 20 days. Goodness. So, you know. That's stuff you can't say around quote unquote normal people. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, you can't say, no, no, no. You just had to go with it. But that, I had smelled that, you know, that same smell. It was very interesting. But yeah. Okay. So the back to the white light and after it clumped together, I felt like I was able to kick off of it. And I was like, wait, okay. So if I'm in a truck that's on ice, and it's spinning its tires. It's never going to go anywhere. It's just going to always sit there and spin. What's the point in it? So what do you have to do? You have to throw grit, traction, a little bit of suffering up under those tires, and it'll it'll propel forward. So I was like, okay, that that is what life is here on Earth. And I was seeing that. Well, then the shaft of light that was white started becoming more golden, translucent. Okay, and... This is no lie, y'all. You know, through my 20s, I, I grew up in church, and but I was never very religious. I always was like, and, and no offense to anyone, but I was always just like, really? Yeah. Surely? I mean, it's got to be more to it yeah. than this. But it's a beautiful story, you know. And I had read the whole Bible cover to cover twice. You know, I knew about it and loved the story and was a fan of the Christ, but I just didn't. I don't know. I just couldn't resonate with people's view of it. Like I just used to say there's not more. Yeah, I just felt like there was always something missing. There it, there was always a greater depth to it. Large I really components did. left out to control people. Right. Exactly. And so the reason I guess I'm mentioning this now is because that golden translucent light that started flowing everywhere. And I mean, and if this I don't know if this makes sense, but like there were all colors. The gold was green, the gold was red. The gold was purple. The gold was gold. It was white, clear. It was so almost re- like these colors were metallic. They had yeah. a certain reflection to them. Exactly, but they okay. were gold. I don't know how I knew they were gold, but it was just gold. Right. And I was the light too. I was it. And there were there were trees, but they were translucent. You could see through the trees. I could see through the trees, and I was them. I know this sounds crazy. I was no. one with everything. One with everything, right. Well, and then two figures come up, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a Southern Baptist Christian my whole life. I've never studied Buddhism at all. I mean, at all. I see the little Buddha statue over it. And, you know, I've meditated before and stuff like that. But I see the little Buddha statue at TJ Maxx, stuff like that. You right. know? And I've always seen that. Well, I, I literally encounter two entities. They walk up to me and... The first one was no doubt. I didn't look at him and think, oh, there's Jesus or Yeshua or um, whatever all the, the names are. I was like, no, that is the Christ. I knew it. There was no denying it whatsoever. But behind him and over to the left was Siddhartha Gautama, who was supposedly the first person to ever reach enlightenment, um, the Buddha over in India prior to Christ. He was there, had the, literally had the classic little cliche hat he wears on all the statues, you know, that you see of it. Very interesting. And the body of, I could really see the Christ in the foreground because he was in the front. So I could see his body better. It wasn't, it wasn't like what has been painted. So this is how I knew it was not some sort of neural pathway that I was tapping into because to me, if I'm going to have some weird drug experience and see Jesus, well, he's probably going to look like the me if I take my hair down, the white Jesus you see in all the 
churches around here right. because that's it's what everyone's know, made them out to be. Yeah, because that's yeah. what the society around me, that's how I grew up seeing him. Right. So Guess that, what? Jesus is not a white man. He's, he's, right. the, he's, he's, but he's you know. the marketable. No, I know you know. Yeah. 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 He's the marketable Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And, you know, so if that would have been just a neural pathway from their drug experience, well, that shit, well then he should have looked like that, in my opinion. Right. But no, no, no. It, it was much different than that. It was translucent. There was more detail going on just on his body than there is in all the detail you could see right here, right now. No joke. Just in a little square inch. And there were mandolic. It was see-through. It was layers of layers upon layers upon layers of energy, golden-like energy that was just resonating. It, um, if you've ever seen NASA take pictures of the sun and they have these, you know how the solar, solar flares, flares yeah. they'll shoot out. Right. Well, there were solar flares, it looked like, shooting out from his body and Siddhartha behind him. From the top of Siddhartha's head, actually, there were these flares shooting out, and they were gold. And on the on the end of each one of these flares, there was a like a a disc, like some sort of spherical ball, and it would come apart, twist, and go. I know this is crazy, making that noise, but it would echo and kind of sound like it was over a synthesizer, is what it sounded like. Yeah, and they were slowly spiraling around the body of Christ. But when one of these would encounter where my consciousness was, when it would spiral through, just for a moment, you would know everything there was to know about literally everything there is. I mean, you name it. Total enlightenment. You, it, it, you would know how to make an iPhone if you, if you wanted to focus on that. You know, whatever you focused on, you would know it in its entirety instantly. Yeah. And But you think pretty much what that meant was that you can achieve anything, you know, through hard work and dedication. I think so. That and I not also, that not that when the mm-hmm. ball passed through you, that you instantly knew everything, but just that you knew that you can do everything. I think so, and I think also it showed me that I that I am everything. That it is just everything is light condensed down into different vibrations, so that it is experiencing itself differently. Right. right? So I've, it like, kind of showed me that I am really everything and i think if you if we focus and you are everybody is right and if whatever we focus on we definitely you definitely can achieve it for that and you know i like that um that phrase too that which we seek is really seeking us you know and that's cool so like you seek baseball really baseball is seeking you right you know and you are it like you could see that and i've got another experience that i'll tell you all about too on the same molecule that really taps into that whole different story well, look, I, I'm but, I'm telling you, I, I I definitely want to make this an a, 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 a an occasion we do frequently. So it's, yes. can we just leave the story now with Jesus sitting in front of us? <laughs> Man, okay, I mean, it's so unreal. back to Jesus, unreal. back to Jesus, right? Yeah. Okay, so the Christ had on his solar plexus, and you can't make this up, man. On his solar plexus, I'm like, what? I'm thinking in my mind, what is this thing? It's like it's glowing round gorgeous light i mean beautiful and it was literally earth like it literally chills me it was earth here in his solar plexus and i remember saying telepathically absolutely no words were spoken i remember saying can you heal me of zika and no joke and i I still don't understand the mudra but there's things called mudras that you can do with your hands you have to research those 
Um, you can even alleviate backache, toothache, whatever, by finger positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a mudra, and you always see these ascended masters too. They're holding their hands in certain ways. Those are mudras. Well, he raises his left. No, I'm sorry. He raises his right hand. And in yogic science and stuff, energy is said that energy enters into the left and leaves through the right. Well, he raises the uh, the right hand, the two the two fingers here, ring and middle finger touches the third eye region of my brow, which I thought was really interesting. Touches the pineal over gland in, area. Yeah, right, right over your yeah, right gotcha. there. And when as soon as that happened, it literally felt like I turned into. It's not what you would think when you know you hear people say, "Oh, Christ touched you." you would you would expect just amazing bliss, right? I'm telling you right now, when I felt like literally I weighed a million pounds and I was being drugged, just like horrible drag, like a fishing uh, fishing lure or weight in a really swift current, but stuck. I just felt like I was being horribly drugged. And all of a sudden, I saw this little blue round circle that had these little tentacles on it, all around it. I could, I could literally see it in front of me. And I was like, wait, that's Zika virus. And I was like, wait, no. And I am, I, I'm Zika virus myself. I'm even it. It was just the catalyst I needed for this awakening you know, for me to see this. And it was so strange. Literally that virus shot down through my body and into my right big toe. I knew it. I knew it when it happened. Okay. At the, at the time I owned Stonehaven metaphysical, which I just sold, um, so that I could do real estate. But I said one more question and the experience was fading away and I could feel it fading away. And I was kind of glad actually it was just, yeah, right. it was beautiful. I'm ready to go back home. Yeah, It was beautiful <laughs> and I loved it. And I mean, it was great, but it was just so, just so different from this, you know? Um, I said, can you give me the tools to make Stonehaven everything it needs to be? And you know, like when we're in elementary school, we do those little classic, uh, those little races and the little relays and you grab the little baton and run well, it was just like that. Christ turned around, grabs this scroll, and it was a scroll. Like, And here's another thing, that if this was just some random drug-induced slumber, well, that scroll would have been double-rolled because that's always how I've visualized scrolls. And it wouldn't have had big, beautifully ornate, uh, mahogany-looking wooden caps on the end. No, this was like one big roll, huge, about this long, and had these gorgeous, ornate, wooden but keep in mind, all of this was translucent golden. It, I don't know that it was very physical to touch. Right. You could just see it, and you could experience it. Um, and he just basically handed me the scroll. And then all of a sudden, the shiny black, this sh- dazzling darkness started appearing around me. And I could see Christ and Siddhartha Gautama. I could see them in this golden cube. And it faded off and up and to the right. And I came back too. I started seeing the room. I looked at uh, I looked at the sh- uh, the shaman medicine man guy, and he looked like something out of a out of Pharaoh's tomb. No joke. It was wild. Uh, the walls still look very very um, uh, like the little walls up on the side of a building that was there, and then the little thing looked very uh, hieroglyphic. If you know, yeah. I've heard that things uh, yeah. while while under that substance, 
or any psychedelic substance, it's almost like it's sketched. Is it is are things almost at the as if they were sketched? You know, um, I, I've heard that too, but it I never it was never that for me. Not for you. I don't know why, but everyone says that um, like literally across the board. For yeah, some from what I've heard with the DMT, everything is very crisp and very uh, a lot of hieroglyphic stuff, and very yes. like yes. you were saying earlier. Yes, very, very, very detailed, very precise. Oh, Everything yes. is perfect. Right? And you were saying like, yeah, just yes. if it were any other drug induced. Uh, Slumber is what you said. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's something special there. There's yeah. something that you've yeah. definitely never seen before. Exactly. Like this, basically, it let me know. It, it gave it total validation because I was outside of my body, but I was still kind of referring to me and the things I were seeing. It broke. It took my religious view. First thing it did, I, I should have said this earlier, as it was dissolving the things that I used to define myself, like even down to Rob West is my friend. It dissolved that. Right. Everything. It dissolved the fact that I'm married, Every that I have a mom and dad even. Um, it, Do you feel that you fully experienced ego death completely? I mean, abs- 100%. Right. Absolutely. Because there was a state there where there was no me at all. And I was the I. And, I could, and then I could see the I in every other human. And I feel like the same I in you, the same I in me is the same I in you. Right. Experiencing is interesting when yeah. you and i think that's why in the bible it says love your neighbor as yourself your neighbor is yourself you know and i, I find another cool thing in the bible too because i asked in the trance there was a huge mandolic thing that was just i'm not familiar with the term mandolic what Man, is um it's like a mandala have you ever seen those uh you see them like on a tapestry or on rug those uh Persian rugs, right? You know, those round, real cool-looking shapes. Gotcha. Yeah, I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay, yeah. all right. Basically, a perfect snowflake. That's a mandala. Okay, all right. I could see that, and it was energy flowing, and I was it, and I, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "What is this? What am I?" And it just said, "I am." That's all it said, and it was that was audible, and it was so audible that it became me. And so I find it interesting that you know, even when you read about Moses and Exodus and the burning bush, what does he come down saying? I am that. I am. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I just think they left the comma out. He's, I'm that. I'm that. I'm that. He understood, I think, that everything's the same thing condensed down to different vibrations. It's, you know, it's in quantum physics. When you jump into that, it just pegs it right on the head. Yeah. It, you know, wow. it states that, that everything is the same, vibrating differently. <laughs> That's, man, I don't even know what to say. Now, here's Tom with the weather. Yeah. Man, when we had talked about this a, a couple of years ago, and, and we were, we, you were kind of, I got a small abbreviated version of it, and I was like, man, what a, what mm-hmm. an unbelievable, I mean, it's just unbelievable journey. I, I got a question for you. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm, I won't let you, I won't let you, what changes did that make in your life? As, I'm glad as you far asked. As, as far as what what immediate and long term for the rest of your life Everything. changes that it make? Okay, yeah. down to the color. Might I just down say, to my it, color. it is such a beautiful view out here. I mean, thank you. The mountaintop <laughs> through the trees. Oh, thank you, bud. Man, I tell you, the changes were instantaneous, more than I could have ever thought, and it sent me into about a year of depression. And if you ever read, if you ever read uh, the Gospel of Tom of Thomas, which is conveniently left out of the Bible, I think. Um, it, it talks about this. Thomas says that once you see, you will become marveled, but you will be equally disturbed because it's so much different 
than what you have been brought up to think it is. So it's disturbing, but it's so much better than what we've been told too. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing to fear about it at all. What is here? What is after? Nothing to fear. There's really not. But, you know, I just feel like definitely read the Gospel of Thomas if you get a if you get a chance after researching Okay. This this molecule I'm down with that. right here. Yeah. Okay. The first part of it. it's it's interesting. Um okay, where was I going with that? I wanted oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So as this vision faded off, okay, you know I told you the cube. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom said, uh she she said, You know what I thought I was reading in Revelation the other day and and she said, I thought something was very fascinating. And it reminded me of the cube you told me about that you saw fading off. And it's talking about the dimensions of heaven or a 1,000 by 1,000 cube. So it's just inter- it's interesting. It is. It Very is. interesting. Is. Um, how these things, I don't know, Correl- add, they correlate. correlate. Yeah. yeah. And even I find interesting, too, manna of the Bible. Okay? As... If you know what manna is, okay, it's very controversial, but I have pictures I want to show you. Um, if you follow, if you want to go pick psilocybin mushrooms, they're uh, they're illegal. I do not recommend it. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, right? If you follow that description of how Moses told the Israelites to pick uh, the manna, you'll be just fine. You'll be just fine. Do that. It's word for word the same in the Bible. It is, and if wow. you and if you remember the staff, the snake. The separating of the Red Sea, okay? If we remember that, they had eaten of the manna, okay? The, I feel like, this is what I felt like, because I had already read the Bible, and I feel like this, these are the changes that it made, what we were talking about, an uh, instant. I was seeing through all the parables of it, I had, how I'd interpreted it wrong is what I thought. But I was well, seeing... Not necessarily wrong, just yeah, the way you were taught. Yeah, the way I was taught. It wasn't right. wrong, it was just... Yeah, you know, I think life's a spiral, and we keep coming to deeper truths of the same thing. But, you know, I saw it, and it, man, it's just so incredible. I saw the parting of the Red Sea as, okay, so we know we all have, okay, you know, the Pharisees, they're a rough group group people, okay? We all have that part of ourselves. Every one of us do. We all have it. We all also have that inner promised land. We do that inner sanctuary, that stillness, you know, right. you have that. And then I don't know if you've ever heard of Kundalini. Have you ever heard of Kundalini? I have not. Okay. Uh, the, the term's familiar. Okay. Do you ever see, okay, Moses, the staff, the snake. Okay. Well, the staff represents the spine, 33 vertebrae in the spine, which, um, is it a type of yoga? It's Can, a type of yoga. They do. It's like a meditative mm-hmm. thing. And when you do you. this, when you do any, any type of DMT, I think I did anyway, you experience what it feels like. The reason they use a snake is because it literally does. It feels like the heat that's going up your spine back and forth. It feels like a snake. I mean, it's just kind of like slithering up. When it reaches here, you die to yourself. I truly think that's what the seven seals in the Bible are talking about too. The four beasts, you have to overcome the four beasts of your ego. When you get to your heart center, I feel like your heart becomes eclipsed by all you know and then all that what is. And then you die to yourself, and then you see universal consciousness, and you see the deeper truths of everything. I, I hope that's not too. No, dude. No, y'all. No, I'm trying my best to follow. I know. And I know no matter what, you'll never be able to fully explain to us. I know because we've it, never been there. And you know, but and even if we had been there, we still wouldn't fully right. understand. We'd probably see it differently. Right? Yeah, yeah. You, you would see it through your own truth. 
And, and also, is it true mm-hmm. that the Kundalini, um, you're able to get the same effects as DMT? You're able to, yeah. it's almost said to say you get the same effects as smoking or taking ayahuasca. I, I have a breathing technique that I can do. It's called holotropic breathing. Like if we, if we did this right now, I could literally, you could have a natural DMT trip. Seriously. Really? You could do it right now. Yes. No joke. It's called holotropic breathing. I knew we should have re- yeah. we recorded this with yeah. the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm but telling. how does that work? Because you, you have to have something to block that. Yeah, go into that oh, a little no, bit. Um, holotropic breathing, I was very shocked. It, I was actually more taken back by the results of holotropic breathing and how I, I relived the death of my granddad in full vivid memory and vision, like literal vision, as though I'd taken something, like a hallucination, had taken nothing but a glass of water. And no joke, it was after breathing 45 minutes holotropic breath work. And it's not easy, but you get into a state at about 30 minutes to where you go and you kind of just start flowing. It starts naturally breathing for you. It becomes a rhythm. It does. Your body will do. Y'all, if you have trauma, if you carry trauma, and everybody does, I promise. Everybody does. I started seeing the trauma of my low back. You know what it was? It was was unresolved grief from the death of my granddad. Mm. And I was able to relive it and observe it and understand it through holotropic breath work it was it took wow. me back because i'm like i didn't know you could breathe and get that type of result anybody I was, can do that anybody can so do you it. feel like you could do it right now so you feel like okay yes so there's nothing blocking anybody from being able to experience no if, if you do holotropic i tell people with you know western culture especially we have not been raised to meditate or anything like that we don't know at all what we're doing as a whole with that and um, we're take a, bunch, a pill for it. And yeah. we're a bunch of miserable, unhappy people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Our central nervous system is not even remotely caught up with the uh, rat race of our society. Right. Yeah. We just, just, just quick to go somewhere to get diagnosed to get a pill so yeah. somebody can make some money off of us. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, you know, this this breath work, just off that breath work, my back didn't hurt for over a year. Literally. Really? Over a whole year. Unreal. Yeah, just off of a breath. It never hurt. It, and I slept on the ground that night. I mean, normally I wouldn't be doing that. You yeah. know? I mean, it's better now, too. But I just find that interesting that you can experience this. People don't have to take a substance. You know, It's just right there. But you have to lay down to do holotropic breathing because I'm telling you right now, you will pass out <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> and there's a layer of it, guys, that like um, when, I was in, when I was doing it, this is interesting, too. I got so hot. I, I mean, I broke out in a sweat that was awful. We were in Florida doing this. I could, my arms had drawn up so much from the breathing. Your body does this. And if you see ancient photos of yogis, their their face will literally look puckered. They'll be, they'll be like, because that's what they're doing. It, it, it's like a drawing effect. And it's eliminating trauma out of your body. But my hands were so drawn up, I couldn't even unbutton my shirt. I had to get my wife to literally unbutton it. Wow. Like it's, so you have to lay down to do it, to have the experience, you know, and, and who's to say what you would experience. You will experience whatever trauma. If you're like, if you're carrying a trauma, it may come to the surface. And there were people just busting out in tears. And then there were people just dying laughing. It was just so, it was so cool. Yeah. And what is it that causes Um, you to draw up? Is it, you know, lack of water and being hot? I I really do not know the science behind it. I'd like to know. I'm going to research that. But the shaman says that it's trauma. Hmm. He walks by and he says, boy, you have lots of trauma. 
Yeah. Right. Like, you're not kidding me. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I've got also, a calf cramp, too. <laughs> <laughs> and also, during the ayahuasca, they'll, um, some shamans will give you uh, tobacco, tobacco mm-hmm. juice. And um, you drink you drink it and it makes you throw up. It's supposed uh-huh. to purge you hop of your, a. your entities. And you can get you can do a, a hop a ceremony if you get stuck. Right. The reason I have this out here is because and, and what is that that we have here? This is called Ambil okay. sa- Sacred Snuff. Okay. All right. Don't do it. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it's totally legal. You you know, sure. you can buy this online. But the shaman, I, I just didn't want to throw up on my equipment. I and you would, and you, and you, you might throw up from a BB size of this. Oh, no joke. Wow. I threw wow. it for like three hours from just a little BB no size of this. Dude, that's rough. This is like, uh, yeah. if you ever been trout fishing, this is very similar yeah, to is. power bait, mm-hmm. but it's all it sure black. Is. I tell you what, and man. it even smells like power bait. It's when, pretty rough. When they make this, they're singing to it for eighteen hours oh, wow. straight. Yeah. And you put you put they that in your stop. mouth. They take so, shifts. So what's the purpose in it? Okay, so what you do is a tobacco. All right, dude. That is, what you do? Wow. When I put this, the purpose in this is, is if you're in ceremony and you're stuck, yeah. And man, I'm telling you, you can get stuck, and you don't want to be stuck, and you don't want to be stuck. Um, you, you want to get in there and learn stuck, your lesson. Do you mean like, like mental loop? Like I've, I've, there was one person, you just, call, you just a constant you know, random memory. Right. Going, there there oh, was a guy man. there, and he said he got stuck for eight hours um, inside Jeez. of his uh, IED experience. Yeah. That that explosion experience That's in Afghanistan. He was part, stuck. Man. He said he relived it for eight straight hours, could not get out of it. But um, they would, basically they could give you this, or if you're too bad off, they have a, a powder form they blow in your nose. Yeah, I've seen that too. And it helps. This tobacco merges with the ayahuasca or the DMT, and it helps pull you out of that. Gotcha. That loop. And so get, that, was a, that, was a, that was a great great explanation on that yeah. it's yeah, just like pretty steam bait power bait yeah it, it's cool you have to be you have to be careful with it but like if you did it now like not on ceremony it is okay for ground this is what i call grounding at its maximum okay if you put a little bb size amount of that in your in your in your lip your, your lip yeah. your gum you can't swallow you gotta tilt your head forward the whole time you hold it about three minutes is it are you salivating the whole time i didn't you know i don't know i, I don't I think the uh, feeling of my body over, I don't think I was paying attention if I was or not, but yeah. here's, here's how it feels. You start feeling a vibration, hmm. almost like a vertigo, e- even in it, even in your hands. And it gets to the center of your body and it's just like a very fast vibration. Well, then it's interesting because you start feeling and it, it can freak people out for the first you know minute or so. You can feel your angle on the North American continent. And you can feel the abyss of space. It's very grounding. Yeah. Just that. Just that. Wow. Wait, just I mean, this? No DMT? No, 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 no DMT. Nothing just psychoactive. That. You'll see people, after, when that little phase kicks in, you, some people, not usually, but you'll see people trying to grab the ground, hold on, not they're going to fall out, out into as space. There's free that grounding. Is there mm-hmm. nicotine in this? That's, yes. Mm-hmm. It must be very potent. It is. But that's a very good, uh, okay, so if you have throat, they call them throat imbalances, chakras or thyroid whatever they say uh or you have trouble get getting your words out or you speak like too much whatever you know this can help connect the heart to the brain and what's between the heart and brain the vocals, yeah, the vocals. it helps you get it helps you connect the feeling mm. with the thought and get it out right you know and it's an interesting thing um yeah. 
to to experience. That's yeah. really cool. That's that is really cool. <laughs> Man, and I wanted to show y'all this too. That's just a little diagram of right. That's the of the what it of what it looks chemical like. Chemical makeup. Yeah, pass that around. We're gonna we're gonna have we'll take photos of this and upload them yes, to our social media on YouTube. And we'll 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 pass them make sure that you, you guys can take a look yeah. at these. Check this little guy out. Is this the root bark? This sure, this sure is. This is now. This is ayahuasca here. Right. Okay? Yeah. Yep. And and mm-hmm. if, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the capy MAO inhibitors. Uh-huh. That's it. Mm-hmm. And the root bark is what it contains DMT. It, correct? Exactly. It, it, gotcha. that's, I think that's correct. Yes. This is the powder form. Right. This out of this the, tree. This is okay. pure okay. DMT. Or not tree. Sorry, the bush. The, the burning, burning bush. bush. The burning, yeah. burning yeah. bush. Burn the bush, and uh, interesting things happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no I, I just I just find this real interesting. Um, this is a really early painting of of Adam and Eve. It just really? doesn't look. It just didn't really look like an apple to me. No, no. it looks uh, like Look, mushroom. It looks more like an amanita. Yeah, yeah. And Miss here's Gary, a snake, yeah. which is Kundalini. Oh. I find this interesting. Why would you? Why would they paint Christ with a mushroom gill around his head? You know, why, I mean, why would they do that? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It some is. of these older things, some of these older paintings, and and even this. This is mm-hmm. a. Is this amanita muscaria? It is the red and red and white. It is, and I find that awfully odd. You know. And that even goes along that there's a whole story about Santa Claus and Amanita. Yeah, uh, we're yeah, doing yeah. that in December. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that sure. That's interesting. Yeah. Look, I, I and I'll and I'll say this, man. I, we look at all these things. Uh, I feel like as a society, we've all been gypped out of we things have. that could take that could give us a healthier life, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, uh, and uh, and 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 live live mm-hmm. in more harmony with each other. Absolutely. As opposed, as opposed to being at war with yourself or with your yes. neighbor. Uh, and those things, I think, have just been held back from us. And I, yeah, I, feel, has, I feel a little gypped about I think, it. Yeah, I think and plant medicine is something huge, and it can't be profited on. Exactly. So and I like, it's I irrelevant like the, exactly. in today's terms. Yeah. Like, uh, what's mm-hmm. this stuff here? Um, Wild American Shulajit. Here, mm-hmm. take a look at that. Wild American Shulajit. Uh, mm-hmm. You explain this a little bit to us. Uh, we got some in our water here. Yeah, it, so it's like ancient supposedly like ancient remains of even they think like jurassic era animals and uh, plant life it really? seeps out of the rockies and this stuff um in the hindu culture is known as the destroyer of weakness so mm. if you have anything weak in your body it'll destroy it okay it's just a really good antioxidant gotcha. very earthy very grounding just a yeah. nice thing to put in your water we and have some in our water here, especially with a pandemic going around and you right. can and you can get that at your local you can get that at stonehaven okay all right he stonehaven in rome georgia 60 dollars for the bottle and it'll last you quite a while i'm sure these guys have a website i think they do we'll they're, try or to, they're working on it we're we'll trying to get facebook. that out to everybody it's a well. very earthy so flavor stonehaven rome georgia facebook check exactly them out. and i chased a rabbit earlier and i'm sorry you asked me how it had changed my life yeah (laughs) i was going into that it's just so good everything you listen to so the cool thing about this is when i came out of the experience i went i this is why i went into depression because i didn't know who i was anymore literally like i'm like i'm driving this jeep and i literally don't like jeeps anymore yeah it's meaningless like why and then i was like okay so I had the worst attitude in the gym. I wish you, you would have walked in. You had a great Jeep, by the way. I just wanted Thank to you. put that out I there. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. That's a great Jeep. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, so Rob knows me how I worked out. It was religious, like worked out. It was literally ridiculous, to be honest. And it, it consumed my life. Like if I went on vacation and I couldn't work out, I would get mad at people. Yeah. Seriously. I'd be mad. Like, your, that was your outlet. That was my outlet. If somebody, if, if something came up during the day to interfere with my workout, I would be 
literally furious, you know, because it made me feel good about myself, right? It gave me an part of my identity. Yeah, and there's something same. about that uh-huh. after workout feeling, man. There it's is. Like, it's your endorphins. It's yeah. great, but y'all, for no joke, uh, about I'd say three to six months after, I I could barely muster up the need or the desire to want to go work out. Right? Did you I, almost feel as if you were bored of everything? Yes, everything was a little dull, um, and right. they call it the dark night of the soul. They call this that. There's a, an actual term, and but basically, I I remember being in the gym. And um, one of my friends came up, and he's like, man, what you working today? And I'm, I'm knowing, like, chest, legs, back, thighs, whatever. All you about know. it. Talk, want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm right. all that. You know, I'm like, man, I'm just in here working my ego, bro. Just my ego. <laughs> just my ego. <laughs> I just had that kind of attitude for a minute. I don't know why, but I, I later figured out through integration why this was. And, oh, and by the way, I, I'd go climb a mountain right now. I would. They're they're fun. Yeah. But I think if a storm hit or if it got really dangerous, I'm pretty sure I'm going to turn around now. Yeah. And I, I would before have. you wouldn't have. No. no. I, I mean, you've got. Some, I would have fought through something. I'm telling you, the whole the whole mountain could have turned around. I wouldn't have. We definitely want to come back and get into some of those because you've got yeah. some stories where you probably shouldn't even be here talking to us right <laughs> it, now. So it's wild, man. And you know, even with martial arts, I I quit doing martial arts and I quit chasing the belt ranks. And I just kind of turned it into yoga and Tai Chi just for my health, you know. But I I started realizing as I integrated that, wait, okay, that Jeep, as cliche cliche as this sounds, that Jeep gave me some kind of self-worth about myself. It made me feel better about myself. That's how we are with a lot of things. I look cool. You know, I had the muscles. I could press this. I had two black belts. These were cool titles. And it just made me feel good about myself, you know. Without those... I think I would have felt worthless. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think what it did is it killed the need. I, we're everybody is no one's worthless. We don't need any, any of that to identify ourselves. Everyone is just the walking. I am is what do I you, feel like. Do you feel at the end of the day, we're all just material? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like a material. I think we're just all, I think it's all the same thing separated into like a form of matter experiencing itself. And I know that's crazy. No, I mean, and after your experience at the end of the day, when you come back to, when you come back to earth, it's kind of like, um, you know, my problems are really not that big. It's not, Oh yeah. It's not. And your problems are your growth. Actually that, that back injury was the, was a great thing. It taught me how to let go of things that I really didn't want to let go of sometimes like working out, you know, climbing, and stuff like that. And then what I find interesting is that um, finally I get, you know, I, I, I kill the ego self, I guess is what you would call it. But you don't want to live without your ego. You just got to re you, you know, you, you need it. Right. But it's like, I think it's like what Mike Tyson, it, it, it happened to him. He said he went in there and he killed that 19-year-old heavyweight champion. And that's a hard guy to kill, man. Yeah. He had to face that demon and kill him. And then he could see his ultimate truth. And then he could reawaken himself through a, through a different set of eyes of knowing what is. Which makes me feel really, really sad for Roy Jones Jr. When oh, I'm worried about him, man, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this guy has a good plan B for medical. Because I promise you Mike Tyson is not scared of death. <laughs> no, and that guy that guy right now could take on probably anybody in the heavyweight division it's, and give them a run for their money. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. A, cl- a clear-headed Mike Tyson? Yeah. Scary. 
It I, is. I said this many times, and I'll say it again. It keeps coming up over and over. But um, you don't miss something until it's gone. Right. That, that like your ego, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, oftentimes, um, I have made. I've actually n- never thought of it, but I have made the comment that I'm like, I just can't believe how different I am. And people are like, it's your age. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I get that, but no, this this happened in literally 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, Brian, boom, done. How long did it feel that you were in that? A state? thousand years. Yeah. Oh my God. It sure did. <laughs> okay, I'm out. There was no end on it. <laughs> but it's just 15 yeah. minutes of your time. It's 15 minutes. That's I never. I, I. You know what? I, I knew I was dead. I was just certain I wasn't coming back. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and and here's another interesting thing that I that I noticed in that space was I I could see this great orangey golden glow. That's weird. A lot of people. Deities. Sorry, I don't mean. Oh no, you're good. A lot of people say that color orange. Orange keeps yeah. popping up, like a, a very warm color. Uh-huh. Always, it was. People it was say that almost like a sun. Right. You know, um, and I knew in my consciousness that had I walked around the Christ and Siddhartha, if I could have, I, I wouldn't be here talking this conversation. You would have. I think I literally would have severed. Yeah. Would have died. I just yeah. had the knowing that I would have severed. Yeah. I was. I was. Two, you couldn't go any further. You can't go any further and then come back here, I don't think. So you actually feel like at a, you can, at a certain point in that realm, you, you get lost in there and you won't come back out of it. I kind of, I mean, I felt like, like you that. You could have lost your life in there, but you don't think you physically could have lost true. your life? I don't know if it's true, but that's how I felt. Right. You know, I, I think they're safer than most of our groceries. I do. <laughs> they well, absolutely I, are. I agree. Which is another, another reason which is very disturbing it's not they're not illegal if you have a shaman but you know it's very disturbing that these things are illegal why is that they show us who we are as humans yeah yeah if you eat one of these you're not going to go do anything harmful to your fellow yeah. human you're not going to do you're it. not falling in line anymore there's no way that's the problem you're not falling in line no with and you see through a lot of things that you don't really like yeah you know i mean and a lot of people claim that's why fluoride is put in our body you have an enhanced you bullshit go. filter you're right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah. i mean yeah. uh-huh. a lot of people spoke on that that uh-huh. fluoride blocks that, exactly you know help me with yeah. the words but it yeah, keeps exactly. you from going those places yeah it keeps you from going there and and get you some skate liver ice you can order it online that'll decalcify your your pineal gland you'll get good meditations and stuff skate like that liver ice yes that's it it's just a little pill you take but yeah i feel like it's very dis- i'm just it's just disappointing that people can't explore their consciousness because, you know, why would you put this thing as a Schedule 1A drug in the U.S.? And under it, it is heroin. Well, okay, so here's what I find interesting, or cocaine or all these things that people get addicted to. Opiates are awful, you right. know. Yeah. Okay, well, you take somebody that's on opiates that can't get off. You take them to a medicine man. They have to get off of it long enough because the MAOI, the, the ayahuasca would kill them if they just took it with it. You know, you got to have it out of your body. But they will never, ever have the desire to, to touch use. another one of those harmful substances that are killing them, rotting their teeth yeah. out, ruining their lives. You can sever it in literally eight hours yeah. with a, this that's, stuff. That's a death of a society. It uh, is. Opiates. It, Hands oh, it down. Is. Hands down. You can get that off of, you can get somebody off opiates on, on um, ayahuasca or DMT or mushrooms or really good if you want to get somebody off opiates is ketamine 
and you can go to Emory and they have a ketamine clinic. Right, and that's a big thing for um it's for vets now. Yeah. Yes. I, I wanna I wanna do ketamine. If I ever get a chance, I'm gonna do it. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do it. And they they give that's the uh, substance they give. So if like I had a buddy that had a motorcycle wreck, they had to give him that. He was in such pain. And he said he swore he died when they gave it to him. He said it was beautiful. Yeah. Man. And he described the same exact thing that that golden light, you know. But ketamine, I feel like, is good for people with Parkinson's, things like these neuro, yeah. neurological diseases. Seizures. You know? yeah. yeah. You know, I was just re- yeah. I was uh, doing a little research last night. I saw where Ambien is being used to treat people with brain damage. Ah, and, um, really? Yeah, it's something. Is that a sleeping thing? Ambien, yeah, Ambien yep. is a sleeping drug, yes. Okay. But um, they have the constant urge to fall asleep. But through huh. fighting sleep, this guy has a, a deformity in his face. He, he had a stroke and... Um, He's saying that for him, his his speech is all torn up and, and right. inaudible. But it was saying that he would feel that someone was pulling his bottom lip really hard and pulling huh. the back of his head, almost like if they were just expanding wow. his head. But like on, like on Beetlejuice, right? Yeah, <laughs> something crazy. I wonder but, why they um, come up with these things. But when he he takes Ambien, right? He takes Ambien. He's he's audible. He's able to speak. Wow. And That's uh, so cool. the sad thing about it is, the guy was a, a voice actor before his stroke. Mm. So he tries to read the Chevy ads about the Chevy at Malibu or whatever. But after he takes his Ambien and he fights his sleep, he has a constant urge to sleep. After he takes it, he's able to read line for line, uh, act in voice and everything, you know? Wow. But um, you just, there's so many things out there, man. It's wild. It's like Paul Stamets. Um, I think that's his name. He, uh, he, would, he, would stut- he would stutter awful. I mean, he could not get his words out um, as a young guy. And... I think it was his brother, I think it was, or somebody gave him a bag of just psilocybin mushrooms, and he climbs up in a tree. They didn't tell him he, he needed to take just a little bit. He took the whole bag. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but he don't stutter anymore. Uh, I bet really? <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That is really. great. It's amazing, these little things that are hid from, that are hid from us, yeah, yeah, that are illegal, and, they're, and literally they're, so, they're safe. I mean, you, and you rightfully so, you shouldn't drive on these things. You shouldn't be in town, but right. they should definitely be medicinal for people. Yeah, and microdosing is a thing. Um, it is. I don't know much about it. Microdosing. It's re- it's really amazing. Yeah. Micro microdosing. I have it's a. It's not enough to make you totally check out, but it's like this room's a little cooler. Exactly. You know? yeah. There's a way you can microdose too. Um, I'm not sure if where you can buy it. You might still be able to buy it at Stonehaven. I'm not sure, but it's uh it's an Amanita muscaria tincture. Mm-hmm. That it's been, you know, it's been extracted. It's not psychoactive or anything, but it's a microdose. And when you do it, you're very, you're very, very alert. I mean, nothing gets by you for about twelve hours. Wow. Um, my dad's even tried it with his Parkinson's, and yeah. I really want him to do this, but he's scared, and, and I understand sure. that. Yeah, you there's know, a lot of um, rightfully so. Yeah, a lot of a lot of shadow behind. There it. is. There you, is. You never know what you're going to come out with. And and I've had some experiences on it that are, have been just, I mean, downright horrifying right yeah you know equally that and beautiful yeah well this is what i want to do um i mean we can literally sit out here probably for another five hours and just keep digging into this (laughs) i Uh, say we do it just split up the shows (laughs) (laughs) so so what so i wanted what i want to do and i know you're like super busy so let's you and i coordinate okay and let's come together with something uh uh, that we're going to cover on the next like the the micro dosing is a great thing yeah um i mean uh, other 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 avenues Mm -hmm. uh people that can maybe 
uh, do some holistic type medicines mm-hmm. to to rid themselves of things that are harming them and harming their family. And the breathing thing you were talking yeah, about. I, like to, I want to get more into that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean so you much. can heal if you if you blow your low back out, you can really hurt. Yeah. You can really help it ninety percent yeah. with just it's right here. Show, yeah, show yeah. It'll, it'll help you. Yeah. It'll definitely help you. And there's just some huge mental strengthening once yeah. you get through something like that. Just there is the endurance it takes there to is. get through something like that. You're going to come out better either way. So. Absolutely. So, it, so it's interesting. So what we'll do, um, we're going to go ahead. Uh, we're going to we're going to, we're going to move on uh, to uh, everybody's soon to be favorite segment of the show is ten <laughs> random questions. I love it. Uh, so uh, <laughs> so what we do here, sir? What we're going to do is. Uh, Ten random questions, Brian Blaylock. We're going to give you ten random questions. My goodness, you got to answer these ten random questions with a yes or no, or you can actually answer it with a no comment. But we do need an answer from you. Okay, you only right. get one no comment. Yeah, one no, no comment. No, yes, you're sure Mulligan. You get one no comment. All right, oh, Brian Blaylock, are you ready for ten random questions? Yes. Is that uh, one of them? No. <laughs> Eleven Dang random nine questions. More. <laughs> uh, turkey, bacon, or pork? Turkey. Okay, all right. Uh, have you ever trusted a fart and it was immediately a bad idea? Oh, absolutely. Right, okay. <laughs> Kanye for president? No. No. Uh, I, don't, I don't know him. If you had to drink a beer with uh, Bill Murray, Bruce Lee, or Ted Bundy, who would it be? Bill Murray. Okay. Is the Red Power Ranger boner worthy? No. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? For, for, for the record, the Red Power Ranger is a man. He's a dude. Okay. Uh, no. Good call, Brian. Yeah. Co- COVID, is it real? Well, COVID's real. I think yes. it's a cold. I don't. Yes. Is it? Is yeah. it? Okay. Let me let me rephrase that. COVID is it as dangerous as our government is making it out to be? I don't think so. Okay. I'm gonna say no. no. Yeah. Are you scared of ghosts? No. Love them. Can you take the Lindale out of a Lindalian? You cannot. No matter. DMT <laughs> can't even do it. Uh, check it. Uh, uh, Dang it. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> uh, who would you rather? Courtney Cox, Courtney Love, or Courtney Kardashian? Wait, Courtney Cox. Who's this? Friends. Um, friends. Friends. Okay. Courtney Love. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain's wife. Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Okay. Courtney Love. <laughs> All right. Brian Gossip missing. And last but not least, <laughs> if you're on your, one of your wildest trips, would you ever try to steal one of Mike Tyson's tigers? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would. You would? <laughs> yeah, I love experience. Yeah. A chance. <laughs> it, 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 that could go south real quick. So. But I could always add it to my bucket list that I got knocked out by Tyson. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. and and I would I would come over here and help bathe and dress you uh, for, for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's a great conversation starter. Yeah, no doubt. Mike Tyson knocked me out, sir. You remember when Brian used to have uh, use of all his faculties? Yeah. <laughs> now he's a little strange. And he didn't have but to eat. He has a tiger in the bathroom. He has so an it's awesome tiger, and he's got a signed glove from a uh, left hook of Tyson. Right. Yeah. Man, thank you so much. Thank uh, you guys. Was, was so much fun. I was looking forward yes. to this. Uh, me I knew, too. I knew when. When we got out here and uh uh it, it was going to be uh way greater than my expectations so thank you so much thank for your you hospitality guys. thank you for your time yes. and uh i look forward to doing this again really yeah. soon Very so soon. thank you so let's much man i beg us i beg you to have us back oh yeah I mean, i'm hey, begging let's do yeah. let's do the holotrophic stuff we can even 
We can even do it. Okay, that's, right. that's what I wanted to we're, experience. We're gonna, we'll it. video yeah. that, okay. and then we'll, we'll sure. load that. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Um, I just wanted to say that I didn't shout out to, to Chief Chiba. He's been over here looking at me, and if you've ever seen the Indian on the commercial where he, everybody trashes the United States and the tear rolls down his eye, that's him. Uh, the chief has there got tears go. rolling down his eyes over this. So As a matter of fact, he has not even been facing us this entire podcast. <laughs> he's not. He's 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 too shook up to turn around and look at. <laughs> We're going to have words later <laughs> on. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much uh, again for listening in. Uh, our next episode, we're going to be talking with uh, Christy Agan, owner of uh, KA Athletics. We're going to talk a little bit about. Um, uh, the personal training game, uh, the uh, small group training as opposed to Globo Gym type gyms. Right, and fitness in general. Fitness in general nice. and, and, and the struggles that a small business owner may be seeing during these COVID times. Uh, that's going to do it for me, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, thank yeah. you for having us. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Everybody, thank you for your time today. All right. Y'all take awesome. care. Be safe. Everybody be safe out there.